This month's guest is Bhavani Rowe, and we spoke about inclusivity, the entertainment industry, and what constructive support looks like. Bhavani is a producer, writer, creator, mentor, and storyteller. She is originally from New York City, and she is the co-founder of South Asians in Sci-Fi, Fantasy, and Horror, co-founder of South Asians in Entertainment, founder of South Asian Women in Entertainment, and co-chair of the Producers Guild of America Mentorship Committee. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Bhavani as much as I did. Welcome everybody to the Inclusive Storytelling Podcast. I am so excited to introduce my inaugural guest, Bhavani Rao. How are you, Bhavani? I am good. How are you? All is well. All is well. So I, I'm going to jump in and just say Do a it. little bit about you, but then I'm going to have you also talk a little bit about yourself. And, you know, we're going to talk all things inclusive, especially as South Asian women in entertainment, which is very important. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, Mubani, let's see. What have you not done? Producer, writer, creator, mentor, storytelling, and you're all about the various elements of culture and bringing that to all of us, right? And making it a universal appeal, which I love because I love doing that too. How can we take things that we don't really may not know or have learned about and make it so that others want to learn about it? I absolutely love that. So Bhavani, oh my gosh, so let's see, you got Breaking Bad and Leverage, you got writers who have written for those shows in, in Bhavani Entertainment, and most importantly, which I think is both really, really big on both of our hearts, are the South Asians in Entertainment and the South Asian Women in Entertainment. So I would love to start off, since we're talking about inclusive storytelling, um, what led to, you know, first of all, you're such a creator and you have so many credits and you know so many people, you know everybody, um, but what led you to create South Asians in entertainment and South Asian women in entertainment? I'm going to start off by saying these are not the first organizations that have done this. I am very much a person who gives respect to, you know, my forefathers. And uh, we, there was an organization when I first moved out to Los Angeles by the name of Indians in Entertainment, which later became South, uh, IAM, which later became South Asians in Entertainment. And it was a great group of guys. Krishna Shah, I believe, founded it along with uh, Smriti Mudra's father, Jag Mundra, and a whole bunch of other people. I met Ashok Amartraj as part of this association. And I, uh, Somnath Sen was also a part of the conversation. He was a director on a movie called Leela. I was so blessed to be a part of that organization, but things evolved, you know, and as things evolved, I wanted to see more. And there are other organizations like Third Eye and Kalikar, a lot of organizations came about. The one thing I never was seeing is any concentration on females in, in the entertainment industry. So I looked at, I looked around and I said, okay, well, what do I want to do? And in the beginning, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I just wanted to have like a little dinner with, with all my girlfriends <laughs> right. stuff, you know, and like a powerhouse, like female, brown female yep. dinner. Yep. In LA, of course, LA. or New York. <laughs> New York. Well, I know I'm a New Yorker as, as well as LA. Yep. So I always wanted to do this, but you know, I knew there was something more to it, but we had the first dinner in December, uh, December of 2017. And I immediately came home and I was just like, okay, there's more. Yeah. 
You know, there was so much more. And I literally went on Facebook and began this group. Oh my gosh. So I want to understand a little bit about the history because I really am fascinated with not like South Asians, of course, like, you know, we've been such an integral part of North America. And like, mm -hmm. you know, you talk about the Indians in, uh, in Uganda and, and, and just around the world. So I, I, this is all new to me, but for when you were starting South Asians in entertainment and the women in entertainment, how long had these South Asian groups in entertainment been around? prior to um, you taking the reins? Well, no, so the original South Asians, uh, IAM is, I, I'm assuming still in existence because some of the members are still, a couple of the members have passed away. That was 19, like the 1990s. I mean, they, they were around well before me. Yeah. And they were a small little group and, and they had very specific, like, you know, they promoted things that were getting recognition and trying to help, like, if there was a South Asian movie in contention for the Oscars, mm -hmm. they were the guys to be with. Yeah. You know, they, they threw the party. And that's the thing that people don't realize. Those, these things re require uh, so much fundraising and stuff like that when someone does enter the Oscars. Right. Um, from there, I'll be honest with you, it was a good gap before I started South Asian Women Entertainment. And then South Asians Entertainment, I only started in 2019. And I wanted it to be more than just gatherings and Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, those are two right. big gaps, you know? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm an award season girl. I yeah. am in every yeah. single award. <laughs> I have awards that people don't even know about. It's like, I love it. Um, I, I, I see you. I see you put it, getting dolled up and going and doing your thing. I see you. You, you, I, you know what? It's, it's about being dolled up. It's about going to all these things, but it's also about networking. Yeah, and that's, you know, as much as I believe in networking, networking must have some legs to it. Um, yeah. One of the things that people don't realize is, and everyone just thinks I'm like, oh, she's a big party girl. She's got, to be honest, I, I'm usually there at the top of the event. I get my intros in. Soon as people are a little more inebriated, I'm moving on to the next <laughs> Nice. That's a good plan. Yeah. It, it, it very much is. The free food is not always good. <laughs> <laughs> I usually have some like home cooked food ready for me, right? <laughs> when you get home, yeah. like, what's happening? It's like, no, the food is not always good. And yeah. bread is not a food group. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> bread and butter, right? Yeah. You're like, I just need a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of them have amazing food. I, I will say the Academy, Netflix, Amazon, <laughs> DGA has really good food, I gotta say. Yeah. They have like steak. I'm, I'm a vegetarian and they have like right. steak. And, I'm yeah, like, and you're like, what? I love it. Well, the, you know, I, we're becoming friends. And what I love about you is like, yeah, I totally see you being there, making all the intros, not just about yourself. You're connecting all, everybody else. And I think that's what's really important is, of course, in this industry are these connections. And what I've been finding is people are, you know, because it's so relationship based, people always kind of hang out with who they know or they mm -hmm. hire who they know. So that's a lot Along those lines, you know, what can we do to be more inclusive in this industry that we love <laughs> and can also just be really hard for people to get into? How can we be more inclusive in terms of getting people in, if whether it's the PAs or the storytellers? What's your experience been, you know, since you've been doing, you know, you know the history? So I will say, I'll start off with my personal experience. Uh, recently, we, last year, we shot something called, uh, it was originally called Tokens, now it's Comedy uh, Arcade, which is a SNL in living color meets Monty Python. Mm -hmm. And I had a moment on set, and I'm still getting for clumps just thinking about it, 
I looked around and the thing that I had dreamed about was happening at that moment, even though it was just a sizzle. And that was everyone in front of the camera was multicultural, LGBTQ, BIPOC, and everyone behind the camera was the same. Oh. You know, and oh. I was having a moment and I was, uh, we, we shot it in my late acting guru's studio who had passed at that time. Mm-hmm. you know and he was one of the forefront leaders in pushing for inclusivity mm-hmm. he was a casting director uh, his name was Sam Christensen he's a casting director on MASH mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and MASH if you remember was one of the first BIPOC very inclusive kind of yeah. storytelling so yeah. Yeah. that is you know that was my personal experience of making a choice but then living inside that choice which was so beautiful there are ways of getting in, obviously, like the, these diversity programs have both great initiatives and sometimes not the greatest results, but they're trying. Yeah. More than often, they are doing a great job. Mm-hmm. What we can do, I think, is be more mindful. Mm-hmm. What you do you know? mean by that? What I mean by that is a lot of times, like you said, one of the things that we tend to do is we'll go to the person who is easiest to talk to, which is our friends. Yeah. Okay. Even, let's put it this way, even within something that you're shooting that's all South Asian, maybe mm-hmm. you should have some more people than just South Asians. Right. right. You know, and I'm not, you know, like I'm not not advocating for all South Asians. I'm just saying, if we're going to talk the talk, we have to walk the walk and inclusivity means everybody. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's also being mindful of the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm and the trans community and the religious identities and the veterans and yeah just absolutely all of it i love that i love what you're saying and that's you know it's about having it's it's having a lot of different people that you can talk to learn from and what you know the differences they could be bringing right on and off the screen and i mean for me okay i i must be hungry but i'm like think about the potlucks that would come when you have right forget steak right like right. think about the the dosas and yeah. <laughs> Look, you're talking to a foodie. So yes, yeah. I absolutely. And, and I love it when my friends who are of different ethnicities make a point of taking me places where it's vegetarian specific, mm-hmm. but it's ethnic specific. Yeah. Like a friend of mine and I have been talking about Puerto Rican food and there's a place in LA apparently that it does a great spread of vegetarian Puerto Rican food. I'm like, oh. I'm there. Oh, I'm you coming know? down. As soon yeah, as come down, down, girl. Yeah, Let's I, do know. I know. Um, I love it. <laughs> So, you know, I love this, this experience and I want to see more of it. So along those lines, what improvements would you suggest for those of us that are in this world or come into this world or, you know, that are trying to exit this world <laughs> and are mentoring maybe, right? What would you want to see when it comes to inclusivity? What can we do like to inform our industry leaders and influencers to be more inclusive so that this sizzle reel becomes more of a reality for us? Yeah. Well, a- Part of it is being vocal, you know, a large part of it's being vocal and being vocal in the right ways. Uh, Shirin Razak uh, is part of something uh, called TTIE. I believe it's a think tank, inclusion yeah. and equality. Yep. She, they have put together worksheets and they have put together mm-hmm. fact sheets and, you know, it's using those materials. It's, it's going to those guys and going, okay, what else can we do? You know, it's posting about, articles that are questionable mm-hmm. you know if you're hearing like okay Mulan was a great example Mulan when Lulu Wong 
pointed out the issues of, of Mulan. It was great. But the way she did it was also great. She wasn't tearing anyone down. She was mm -hmm. questioning the process. Right. That's the other side of this that I really want to push. We can't tear each other down. There's a great episode of Black AF with Kenya. Yeah, I'm saying his right name. Yep. Kenya. And Kenya is very upset because this particular movie he went to to support, you know, young black filmmakers was not of his taste. Yes. Okay? Yeah. And it's such a great episode because, you know, you have Ava DuVernay, Lena Waits, a whole bunch of people mm -hmm. on this kind of video call. Yeah. They're like, you can't do that. You, you have to be inclusive, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, they say it much better and I'm paraphrasing, but I show you the thing is that they're right, mm -hmm. you know? We can't tear each other apart. And I've seen that. I've seen it and it, it bothers me. People go after Mindy and Lily and it's like, look, in a private setting, if you want to have a conversation and you, you find things that you may not be happy with, have that conversation. Yeah. Do not go publicly bashing our own people. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't see it as much in the Latinx community. You don't see it as much in the Black community. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. see it in ours. We go after each other. You know? <laughs> We, look, I've seen groups go after somebody and I'm just like, she's just doing her job. Yeah. You right. know what? And she's showing her experience. Both Mindy and Lily have a very specific experience that they are reflecting. Mm -hmm. That makes my, you know, that makes me happy to see my sisters out there getting something out. Yeah. You know, yep. they don't know me for boo, but they're still my sisters. Mm -hmm. And my job is to back them. Yeah. That's all. That's my entire job. And that's, I think, very important because it's kind of like, if you want to have that conversation, find a way to have the conversation with her. Mm -hmm. Don't bash her because we are then just, we're part of the problem and not the solution. Right. One of my biggest things is, you know, let's not fight for scraps of the table. Yeah. Let's just build a bigger table. Yeah. That's yeah. our job. Right. Right. You know, building, I love that building that table, inviting many different people and, and critique the work but don't critique the person to the point where you're bashing Even and it becomes so you have to do it constructively. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Because you know, the way they've critiqued Mindy and Lily has really bothered me. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like, I understand that you may not agree with their standpoints. So there was a conversation and I'll be open about this one. There was something that happened in, within one of our groups where someone kind of went after Lily, Mindy. Yeah when she first came out that it came out that she was going to do never have I ever. Yep. I started to get involved, but even before I got involved, I, I was happy to see that the people were defending her rightly where they're like, someone said she doesn't even speak Hindi. And I mm -hmm. actually had some issues with that because South Asia is not just composed of Hindi. Right. Yeah. Yeah. percent. Her background is Bengali and Tamilian. Yeah. And those are huge, amazing cultures, different community than what you would find in North India. Uh, and, and then of course she grew up in the United States. So you have that layer to her. And she, you know, she openly talks about how she grew up, yeah. which was different from me. I grew up in an all almost like at one point it, my, my building was like about 70% South Asian. Yeah. Right. That's so a those are things world. we yeah. just have to be mindful of when everyone's telling their story, their time. I'm really excited about Gita Malik's India Sweets and Spices. I'm super excited. Uh, tomorrow we're going to have Gita, Gita V. Patel on who did Meet the Patels with mm -hmm. her brother, Ravi, which is on Netflix. I believe it's on Netflix. Yeah. But that's the thing. 
Yeah. It's kind of like my excitement is this, and even Terry Sumudra. Terry Sumudra has a new horror film with Shabana Azmi mm-hmm. on, you know, Netflix. And once again, all of the storytelling is coming from our own personal perspectives. But how beautiful is it that we're we as South Asians have these different perspectives, yeah, and that we can bring it to the screen instead of us kind of like clamoring at each other, like like Madhuri Shaker, she did Evil Eye. Yep. And yep. she bought it from her perspective. She's South, she's South mm-hmm. Indian, yep. you know? Yep. And some of our stuff is different from other people's stuff. And that's that's the importance of that diversity. And like when you were talking about Mulan, I read that critique and it was not about the story per se, but it was what's the representation of how the story is being told, right? And same thing with Mindy Kaling and Lily Singh. So they're bringing their perspectives so let's talk constructively, like you're saying, but make sure we're supporting because it's still art, right? And we're still- it's art, but it's our people. It's yeah. our sisterhood. Yeah. You know, for me, it is very important that, you know, I record every one of Lily's episodes. I record, every, you know, I've watched mm-hmm. like the first weekend, I've watched all of my sisterhood and brotherhoods, you know, stuff on, on, on Netflix or whatever. I make sure, you know, I can push up those numbers as much as I can individually and as a group. Yeah. And I love that. It's like, what can we do, right? To support one another and also be real to ourselves. And this is not something that we're going to answer in, in a short podcast, but I, for my listeners is like, let's think about this. What can we do to engage and consume and then provide accolades, but also be constructive so we can get to the next level. Cause like you to were me, saying. Constructive, uh, constructiveness requires one-on-one. Yeah. You know, because we are too small and too fledgling. We're, we're just starting out really still. Yeah. We're still just starting out. And it is, not, it is not my job to pull anyone down just as we start out. Yeah. And I think, you know, like you were mentioning in that Black AF episode, I've seen the entire series at season one. He also talks, it. yeah, it's so funny. I love it too. He also talks about how, how can you be constructive? Like, how can you provide that feedback and then be honest about it? Because he mentions, you know, good content versus content that's just there. Right. And, and that's an important conversation. And, 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 and the th- cool thing is, is that then you can be like, okay, well, what do we do to make, help rise this person? Because right. they, they may not know you know or we're kind of used to seeing just one flavor but let's get you know like I'm like let's talk about samosas let's get all the samosa flavors uh, on the table and start eating a little bit right because there is such variety and I love what you're saying is that because we're going to see that same variety when we talk about African culture you know like the, the Kenyans versus the Singals versus South Africans that these are all very distinct and very- Black Americans because Black Americans exactly. have been here and they're you know, their identity is quite different. Yeah. You know, it's the gambit of, you know, all of it. I agree. And that's what I love, you know, and if we can, and I know that people are hungry for this content. Um, Like for me, I'm like, okay, what's the next thing? And I'm like, Ooh, that looks like a diverse class cast. Let me, let me check it out. And if I, and if they engage me for the first for the pilot episode, cool. If not, I'm glad that they tried. And it's just about seeing, seeing as many as we can. And like you're saying, and I love this too, is part of our industry. I can't emphasize it enough for anybody who's who's listening is relationships, relationships, relationships. Yes. No, uh, relationships, I'll be honest with you, there, there are several layers of relationships. Yeah, yeah, please, I wanna know this. <laughs> the first one to me, look, I, I think there's a conception that I have like a thousand, or, well, my Facebook has like three, almost 3,000 friends, right? 
no. When I go out and I am friendly with everybody and you know, if I can help you and if I have time to help you, which is something I'm, I'm learning now, yeah. um, I will. There is an inner nucleus of human beings who are my real friends, whether they're in the industry or not. Within the industry, I have an inner nucleus of friends as well. I have been blessed with some really amazing females and males who have mentored me over the years. There is something, vibe with your tribe. Go run with the people you want to be or you're attaining to be or, or trying to come up in the same way as you are. That is huge because like one of my, you know, close sisters, you know, she's not a real sister, but she's a sister, sister. Mm-hmm. It's Christina Lee Storm. And Christina is, she used to be over at DreamWorks. She's producing a movie. She's now going to be somewhere very big that I'm not allowed to talk about, but yeah, we'll Christina, see it. Yeah, we'll see it soon. Christina is absolutely my vibe tribe sister. We met at, you know, we met at these kind of like mentoring kind of things and we met through the PGA. The one thing I love is that being with this person, I, you know, it was first networking, obviously, you know, like you, you meet them, you, but very quickly we found a, she's Asian, you know, we had the same family backgrounds. We had the same ambitions yeah. and we also had the same faith. She's Christian, but I'm, you know, I'm Hindu, but we had a faith in things that established who mm. we were. So when we run together, yeah, and when I, and that's not this running, it's just like when we go to these now, we, we know what our objective is. Mm-hmm. And it's not kind of like, oh, we're strategizing. It's more of the fact that we are spending time, like she's married with two lovely boys. And, you know, a wonderful husband. If you're spending time away from family, it must have some real essence. Yeah. And when, I, when I'm talking about spending time away from family, I'm talking about these are nighttime events. Yeah. Okay. These are, these are you know, nine to five is one thing. But when you're saying, I'm going to take extra hours and do other things, that's a yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, and you've got to say, oh, is this the right choice for me? Is this the, you know, the networking thing that'll take... And then if it's not, you've got to quickly go, okay, thank you. It was so nice of meeting everybody and keep moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but also within that, you also have to say, okay, when you start these relationships, there are always two ways. Yeah. You know, there is parts of our industry that, that does do it one way. And you have to start identifying that mm-hmm. for yourself because you're like, is this beneficial? Mm-hmm. But not in a greedy way. Mm-hmm. But it took me a very long time to understand this, which is that I can be a giver, but I can also be a receiver, not a taker. Mm-hmm. Very different, different, you know, in both those words. Takers are people who are just going to keep receiving from you. Right. Receiver, you know, people who are happy to give you as well then you're on the receiving end of their help. Yeah. Like something happened and I recently called up Christina and she was like, she called me back immediately. And she's like, all right, let's talk about this. Let's, you know, strategize. Yeah. yeah. But that's a person who, you know, and then when she called, I pick up the phone, how can yes. I, we know, right. we're you also friends. So we chit chat and stuff like yeah. that. But I think that's important when coming to networking and that's your inner nucleus. Those are the people you run with. Their vibrations inform your vibrations. Mm-hmm. 
and having a circle of mixed people. Look, I have Wiccans in my circle, you know, and people are, yeah. it's like, love my Wiccans. Right? They are very of the yeah. earth. I have yeah. my, you know, one of my writers who's also my editor is uh, Don Socha. She mm-hmm. is a Native American and she practices Native American you right. know, traditions, which I love yeah. because they're very similar to ours. Like people don't realize a lot of all of these things are very similar. And that vibration mm-hmm. is what helps when you're working with a person. Like she's the one who came back to me on my book and she was just like, look, you got to go back in and fix the top because I'm doing the read right now, but you got to go back and fix the top because what you did on the first time you did the second, you know, the second time you went heavy on the other side, you got to go in and then the rest of it's going to flow. Yeah. But that's someone who's invested in you. Yeah. And I love that. And that's like one of my other questions was resources. So you've talked about, you know, PGA Producers Guild Association for, for writers. There's ISA, International Screenwriters Association. And I'll There's get more. The WGA, the WGA w- Writers has, Guild. Um, mm-hmm. The Writers Guild also has a foundation. So you can't, most of you cannot get into a Writers Guild event unless they have a plus one mm-hmm. or they invite the other guilds. Yeah. Um, but the Writers Foundation for $25, they have these amazing events. And, and you know, and that's what I love because then you're able to yes. meet more people. And you're and this because I want to emphasize to folks, networking is so key, your resources. When you the more people you meet, you're gonna find your community. And and when you find that community, you're gonna find the people you just mentioned, the people that you can call, and they're gonna call you right back because look, they're there for you. I'll be honest with you. I was asked to speak at a Notre Dame event by a friend of mine. And it so happened that there was this lovely woman who at the time was working on, I think she had finished Outlander and she was working on something else. And she's, she's a showrunner. She was a showrunner on Chambers, which is on Netflix. And we've kept in touch. Yeah. You know, and she's always been kind enough to take my phone calls and stuff like that. We've become friends now, but it was interesting because I was very hesitant to send her something because I wanted to read something of mine. And after a while, you know, after the conversation, there was a moment of comfort. And I said, hey, would you mind? Yeah. Now, when you ask that, when that happens, that moment happens, if they say no, be okay with it. Yeah. There may be a myriad of reasons they're saying no. And also do not ask them, you know, a thousand times, did you read it? <laughs> did you read it? <laughs> yeah. You read it? Yeah. People are busy. You build that relationship first. One of the wonderful presidents now, Mass Productions, uh, Ahmed Shukla, you know, took him, and I said, hey, would you mind if I said, and he's absolutely, took him a couple of months, but he gave me these beautiful notes. Oh. And to me, I didn't, like, I think I checked in on him once. I was like, hey, just checking in. And I was just genuinely checking in because, you know, yep. we're friends. Yeah. You know, he was looking, you know, he, he was doing something personally and I was checking in on that. And when he did give me the notes, he's like, I'm so sorry. It was so late. It's like, no, I had no expectation. And I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. When you write and you're sending it out to the world and you're sending it out to friends who may be in the industry, understand that their table may be full. Yeah. And they want to help you. They genuinely want to help you. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take them a hot minute to get yeah. back to you. Yeah. I believe that. I've definitely had that experience. People, I mean, people just giving out their info. I'm like, oh, thank you. It's because they trust you that you're mm-hmm. going to respect their time, their space, their families, their work. And they're there just 
you know, who knows what could happen, but it may be a year or two or 10 years where it may happen with that person. But if you can gain and talk to more people, these opportunities will definitely come. But you need to respect people's time and their space and that they will get back to you if they say they will. It just It's going to just take some time. I was a mentor in the PGA diversity and someone told this beautiful story. So Mark Gordon for many, many years, this young writer was courting Mark Gordon. And when I mean courting, just like, you know, they'd have coffee every so often. And, and Mark liked the writer. So every few months they would sit down and have coffee. Yeah. And he'd say, what ideas you got? Yeah. <laughs> and the, the kid would you know, pitch a couple of ideas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a kid. It was, it was a person. I can't, I don't remember if it was a man or, or a woman, but mm-hmm. what I thought was beautiful was after a while, he or she pitched him, pitched Mark, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, wow. There we go. This is amazing. I love your stories, Bhavani. You are amazing. I, we, we're running close to time, so I want to be respectful. But I want to know, because I want to make sure everybody knows about South Asians in entertainment and South Asians and, and women in entertainment, because it's the best. Where can our listeners connect with you? Absolutely. So there are a couple of ways to connect with us. First and foremost, uh, South Asian Women in Entertainment, South Asians in Entertainment, and we also have another group called South Asians in Sci-Fi, Horror, and Fantasy. All are available on Facebook. South Asian Women in Entertainment is a private group. And why I say private is that we talk about issues that are South Asians and entertain South Asian women in entertainment. We also talk about things that affect us. So I don't want that to be up for the public masses. For all of these, you can actually just join, fill out all the questions, and we're happy to let you in and be part of our group. And the one thing I will say is being South Asian doesn't mean that you have to be wholly South Asian. You can be <laughs> half South Asian. You can be a quarter South Asian. Yep. You can be South Asian from the Caribbean islands. You can be South Asian from Africa. As 100%. long as you have something of the South Asian heritage and you are still honoring that then we are happy to have you in our groups. That's so great. So parting words, what would be one call of action if you had to give it in just a couple sentences for all of us to be more inclusive in our lives? Respect each other. (laughs) Sometimes it's as simple as that. Thank you so much. You are amazing. And thank you for being my pilot, my inaugural guest. And it was such an honor to have another South Asian woman to be here, especially somebody of your caliber. I appreciate you. Thank Uh, you. It's from from my heart. So thank you so much. See you soon, guys. And (laughs) congratulations on your podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Hey, and I hope you all enjoy the very first podcast. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.